Kaplan. He's going to be signing until 6.30, and then he's out of here for the night at 6.30. So if you want to see Jeremy after the panel, make a beeline for the exhibit hall and go down and see him. Got it? Now, are you ready to summon this man out onto the stage? Do you really think you're ready, Orlando? I don't believe you. Are you ready, Orlando? Let's get him out here. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Shada. How you guys doing tonight? Thank you. Wow, a nice warm welcome. I'm glad you guys are awake. Oh, hello. Jeremy's never sat in a director's chair before. There we go. Okay, I was half expecting it to break when I jumped up there like that, but we're good. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm getting hit with that like that midday drowsiness, but yeah. you guys are awake, which is good. You're waking me up You're going to keep us going. So, so uh, I, you know, I have to ask, this is the dumbest thing to lead with in the world, but uh, people, people pronounce it different ways. Is it Shada or Shada? It is Shada. So I'm sure yeah. th there was like probably 56 people in here that were like, crap, I called him Shada oh, earlier. Oh, God. Probably thinks I'm a terrible. So person. nice to meet you, Mr. Shadow. <laughs> I get no. It's it's fine. It's it's Shada. I don't even correct people because I feel like that's almost like, I feel like that makes them feel bad doing that. So I don't correct anyone ever. But uh, but I get Shada, Shada, uh, Shada. That sounds like a character on Voltron. Yeah, it does. It's very it's very exotic sounding. Shada. My name is Shada. It's, it makes me sound much lions, <laughs> It makes me sound much more cool than I actually am. <laughs> so you've you've been doing uh, cartoon work for uh, for some years now. Uh, going quite a while. Yes. Quite a while. What were you a fan of uh, before you got into the business doing this stuff? Uh, well, I I started acting when I was about uh, about five or six years old, so I was a wee lad. Um, and before that point, I don't remember a whole lot. I just remember that I was. Uh, very much a fan of any movie or TV show and a lot of comic books um, as far as movies go. What were your go-tos? What were your comic books? Um, Spider-Man growing up was, was, I mean, especially like as a kid, I feel like as a kid, most people, Spidey is pretty big because you can like see yourself, you know, you're like, oh, he's not that much older than me. I could be him. Um, on the DC side, like Robin, Nightwing growing up. Um, and then, I mean, and then all like the animated shows and everything, just, just a lot of stuff. Uh, but I guess that was what got me interested. It's just I wanted to be a part of um, entertainment and movies and TV shows. And they'd started making, like, cool superhero movies finally and stuff. So, like, that as a kid was, like, that's what I want to do. Um, and then it wasn't until I started acting and I had done some, like, guest star parts and reoccurring parts, um, live action stuff, that I started doing voiceover through the agency I was with. Because um, as a kid you don't really think about voiceover being a thing that someone can do, you know? You just think, oh, it's just that cartoon's voice in that show. And then you get older and you're like, oh, wait, no, that's people doing all of those. Uh, and so then I started doing kind of like radio commercial type stuff. And then I think the first, the first like animation um, voice that I did was... I don't even know. It's been a while. Uh, it might have been, been like a guest star part on like Chowder maybe? Chowder? Any fans of Chowder? Yeah, we could. Who wants to be a millionaire? This and ask the audience. I'm yeah, sure exactly. Probably no better than I do. Some of you do. Um, I, and then after that, I just kept uh, working. And then I got Adventure Time, which obviously opened the doors for a ton of other uh, animation. That show just taking off. Thanks to you guys, by the way. Um, and then and then Voltron. They basically called me in for Voltron. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. Razzle dazzle. Uh, <laughs> 
They, uh, jeez. There's like a whole host of teenage girls over this section. They all migrated over there. You expected a response. You did not quite expect that volume of response. Oh, my God! (laughs) Sorry. Uh... And then Voltron, they, I, they, I think they knew me from Adventure Time, the creators, and so they, uh, they asked me to specifically audition for Lance, um, and I did. And then I went in and met with them. And then when I met with them in person in the actual booth, they had me audition for Lance again, and they also had me audition for Keith uh, early on too. Which I know what you're thinking. That makes absolutely no sense. He does not write for Keith. You're probably correct in that statement, but um, my Keith was very different than uh, than my Lance. Your but Keith was probably like your Batman that we heard this afternoon. Yes, Twisted exactly. Tunes. Justice. Uh, yeah, it was very much like that. Um, but then they got the they got the perfect cast. Stephen Yun is as amazing as Keith, and, and Lance. Honestly, I'm glad that I'm Lance because he is such a fun character to play. You know, getting to be a kind of wannabe ladies man he thinks of himself as captain kirk just comic relief space soccer is my favorite thing in the world to do so uh so that's a brief history of uh, the brief me. history of jeremy shada now we've got microphones set up in both aisles go ahead and line up if you got questions we want to hear them i've yes. got one more i want to see some i want to see some elbows yeah. i want to see some yeah just really attack those people to get that spot in line i'm kidding that was a joke please don't do that i'm sure that there 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 are a bunch of adventure time fans and voltron fans here uh i the the one the one thing I wanted to ask about Voltron before we turn it over to the hordes of people that are lining up. Good God, you better get in line if you want to ask a question. We're going to get to as many of it as we can. Um, Voltron, you uh, you worked on the Swan Song project of voice director Andre Romano. The yes, great I did. Among greats, I did. Uh, I don't know anybody. If you don't know who Andre Romano is, she. I mean, she was the main voice director for for Voltron and. Most of any DC animated shows is usually Andre Romano. Batman the Animated Series, uh-huh. Justice League. Um, I worked with her actually before Voltron on Batman Brave and the Bold. Um, I played... Hey, hey! Outrageous! Exactly. I played Young Robin on that show, which was really fun. Um, and then she also did... I think she... I want to say she did a good amount of stuff on Last Airbender and Legend of Korra probably too. Yep. Uh, and just like a bajillion other things. She is just one of the best voice directors, period. She's, she's just amazing. And you, so, you had already been in the business for some time, but I mean, how, how much did you learn from a, a veteran uh, that, that you worked with like Andrea? It's funny because even someone... I mean, there's certain voice directors you'll work, you'll work with that have a extremely specific... Uh, vision of what they want in their in their heads when they go in, regardless of what you're, you know, going for. Andrea, I think, is one of my favorites just because she is very good with letting the actor kind of um, do what they want naturally at first, and then if it's if it's totally, you know, completely off base, she is the best, most encouraging person to nudge you into where you need to be. But um, she really gives people the time just to kind of honestly figure it out <laughs> uh, in the nicest way, and she's uh, she's very encouraging and sweet about it. And she and she knows when she's gotten something. Like she does not need to get a second take. I mean, you get like you always get one as a backup anyway. But like once she's got it, she doesn't need to do it a different way because she's like, no, we got it. Um, and that as an actor is so helpful because you know you're not like second guessing something. You just you put the performance down. She knows it's good, uh, and you just move you move forward. So it's good. Precision and focus very important. Yeah. Also important for audience questions. Now there are a bunch of you lined up. I think we can get through a lot of you. Uh, but to help us out and make sure that your friends in line also get to ask their questions, please make sure that we've got a question mark at the end of what you've got to say. Everybody loves Jeremy. I love Jeremy. Uh, but we want to make sure that, uh, that the professions of love, he'll be back at his table after this for that. You can tell him. Although tell I guess you could just say, I love you. And then it's a question, technically. See? But now, 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 yeah. now, now he's going rogue on me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but let's rock and roll. Let's start over here. Okay, this is random. But what was your favorite part of Epcot and why? 
I like this guy. I like, I like this guy. We're starting off well. Starting off very well. <laughs> yeah, I was at Epcot last night, by the way, as you don't know. Um, and that's hard. You know what's funny? Epcot, as a kid, is like the worst place in the world. It's terrible. You're like, there's no rides here. I'm just walking all day. This place is terrible. Then as you get I don't older, go to a garden exactly. Show. Then you get older, and you're like, Epcot's the best. There's all the different countries of the world. You can get like a butterfly room. Exactly. It's so great. Um, I think. I mean, one of my favorite parts is definitely just going through the various little nations around the world. That's super fun, and getting just like a little bit of food or something at each at each one. That's that's my favorite. Um, and then uh, test track is fun too. I like I like test track. That's a good question though. Thank you. Yeah. Hi. Um, Hello, Lance Cosplayer. I saw you earlier, didn't I? Yeah, at Back to the Future. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, speaking of, your Chisophobic music video killed me because of that. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, very ironic, yeah. Uh, she's, what she's mentioning, those of you who don't know, I have a band called Make Out Monday. Uh, oh, thank you. So, you know, our, um, our first full-length album just came out, I don't know, maybe two months ago, if that. Less than that, probably. Um, and the first single uh, for the album was a song called Kissophobic, and we did a, a music video for it that you can watch on YouTube. Shameless plug. Um, it's a, and it's like a, it's a Back to the Future homage of the under uh, disenchantment under the sea dance, or it's enchantment under the sea in the movie, but ours is the disenchantment under the sea dance. Um, so that's what she's referencing. Thank you for knowing that. That's very cool. Sure. You're my favorite question so far, too. I'm Cuban, so yeah. we're good. Are you really? Yeah, man. That's awesome. I got you. Um, okay, so I have... Dale, what yeah, you got? I have one really simple, which is pretty much in Spanish. You mm -hmm. activate my particle barrier, or, hi, my name's Lance, I'm the boob paladin. I like the uh, girl you already activated my particle barrier. That's one of my favorite lines. It's just, it's good. You can't go wrong with that one. Okay, so... What is that in Spanish? Oh, I'm about to. oh gosh, I'm so, gonna butcher oh, this. Can you bring the script up here for me? Oh yeah, please. I, you know. I am gonna butcher we, it otherwise. All right. Okay. Tu activas mi barrera de Oh, you particulas? speak. That's, yeah, that's I speak Spanish helpful. fluently. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm the, I'm the Spanish voice of. Uh, there we go. Perfect. There we go. Tu. <laughs> tu activas mi barrera de partículas. Partículas. Barrera. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Charge them twice. Hey. Spanish dub voice. Thank you. That was very cool. <laughs> but so you understand, that's why I don't speak Spanish on the show. So <laughs> not great at it. Over here. Go right ahead. I wish I was. <laughs> Hi. Great to have you. Um, so Adventure Time is like my happy place. And one of the things I love the most about it is that there's a lot of things that are ambiguous that never really got addressed fully. Yeah. And um, I was wondering if there were anything, uh, any of those things in particular. I'm glad that you think of them that way and don't think of them as plot holes. <laughs> things that just haven't it's, been explored. Uh, exactly. Yet. They just haven't been explored. It's not that we didn't explain that. It just, it's great. Yeah. Um, is, are, um, for any of those kind of things, do you have your own headcanons or theories mm. that you kind of like or maybe directions that you wish the show had gone in? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's there's a lot of different um, there's a lot of different theories and there's a lot of different there is a ton like you mentioned but um, I do like the uh, one of my favorites which I think is it's 
I feel like it already kind of is canon in the show anyway, but um, the, uh, the f I mean, just the whole post-apocalyptic world, how it kind of seems like more or less it basically was kind of Earth at some point way in the past, and something happened, and, uh, you know, whether it be like a nuclear war or something, uh, and everything is just very, like, mutated and just kind of weird and, 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 and crazy and stuff, so... I feel like that one makes sense to me, like, a lot. The Land of Ooh and stuff. The Earth has just been completely, you know, flopped around, and it's just, it's, it's insane now. So that one, I think that one's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. Real uplifting thought. Yeah, it's very depressing, but, you know, we got a fun show out of it, so. <laughs> Go ahead. Hello again. Um, I wanted to ask a question about Mr. Student Body President, if that's okay. Yes, sir, you definitely can. Thank you. I, I, know, I know you. I know you. Uh, does anybody know about Mr. Student Body President? Oh, okay. Tepid, but I, but I, I like it. I like it. I'm just kidding. Um, so I kind of wanted to know if any of Tyler's like shenanigans or anything were based on stuff you did in high school, or if you had any like story ideas or stuff that like kind of happened to you. <laughs> Fun fact: um, I never went to a high school. It doesn't mean I didn't like do school. I was just homeschooled most of my uh, upbringing. Yeah, homeschoolers in the house. What's up? Yeah, go Tigers. They say we're introverted, but, you know, whatever. We have to be extra extroverted to make friends when you're homeschooled, you know? So we're cool. You're cool. Unless, unless you know, your best friend is your dog and you don't know anyone else. Uh, that's, that's sad. But, but, no, we're cool, guys. Homeschoolers are cool. Um, uh, so, yes, I, I, never, uh, I never went to normal high school. I mean, the main reason I was homeschooled is because I, I was acting since such an early age that I literally – couldn't have gone to a normal high school because I would have been missing so many days and um, and yeah I would have been basically truant all the time for, for working um, but I still got a good education because uh, if you uh, if you're a kid and you're working and you're shooting and stuff you have to do like school on set um, which means you have like a set teacher and so there's like a minimum of you have to do a minimum of like three hours per day of straight up work that's not just like reading like that's like literal like just sitting down and doing your work um, per shoot day. So that was my schooling experience most of the way up through. I was basically homeschooled. Just, you know, you do it at your own pace. And then I graduated early when I was uh, 16. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, I never had, I mean, the only other students, I guess, in my class would have been my two older brothers. But that doesn't really count. You know, it's not like we're in a room and like, so I didn't have any of those high school experiences really uh, in a cool kind of weird way on Mr. Student Body President. Um, I guess that was the closest thing to like a really high school experience that I've had because on set everybody is kind of in the same age range you know there's like 35 40 of us um, on the on the cast just all hanging out and having a great time between takes and stuff so that was probably the best uh, version of a high school experience I could think of because there was no drama we're all getting paid to be there we're having a, you know we're having a blast um, and it's and you're just, you're just making each other laugh because it's a comedy and it's the most ridiculous uh, in the best way. So yeah, I don't think uh, none of it was really based on me. Actually, I think our co-creator Ryan Hunter, though, was the student body president of his high school. So I think some of it is loosely based off of, very loosely based off of his experiences. He said that one time he had a uh, their treasurer. I don't know why they had a high schooler being the treasurer of their whatever, but they did. And uh, this kid like absconded with all of the uh, <laughs> the treasury money. <laughs> so there is a uh, yeah, there is actual like political. Um, drama and stuff in his uh, student body government, and he had like, he beat the uh, the girl who was against him in the race to become student body president, and then in their rules, the the runner up became vice president. So he had like a very awkward relationship with her, 
Um, so yeah, so a lot of it is loosely based off of Ryan's experiences. And that student body treasurer will be our next secretary of the treasury. <laughs> <laughs> Go right ahead. Hi, um, Lance obviously says a lot of like ridiculous and funny things. Do you have an all-time favorite line that you've said as Lance? You got some good lines. I have some great lines as Lance. Um, I mean, razzle dazzle is obviously uh, it's obviously a great one. Um, Shut your quiznack, awesome. I, I actually do think that, um, girl, you already activated my particle barrier. Is probably my favorite, just because it's so unexpected in that type of show. But it's in the best way. I don't. I didn't remember recording it, and then we got to ADR, which is when the it's the show's animated, but you have to like. Uh, either redo certain lines if the animation looks weird with what you did before. For instance, if you were like, hey, let's go, and then it turns out it's an action sequence and your character is like, that doesn't really work. Because it's like, hey, let's go. Like, it doesn't work. It doesn't look good. So you have to like redo stuff like that and add in action noises. And so we got to ADR, and I was just sitting there watching the, the scene unfold, and that line came up, and I just died because I, I didn't remember recording it because we're usually like about nine months to a year after we record something, we'll do ADR. So I have definitely forgotten what's happened at that point. Makes me happy. It's, my, it's one of my favorite lines. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right, so I don't know if uh, Lance actually knows this, but first of all, does he know that Shiro is six years old? Is what? Six years old. Is six years old? Yes. Oh, that's right, because his birthday's in the leap year. And uh, that's second good. thing, real quick, uh, if he does, does he joke around with Shiro about that? Um, I don't think Lance even knows, to be honest. I don't think Lance is that smart. <laughs> Got to be, be careful. I mean, you might be revealing secrets for the next season. <laughs> I, that's true. It's I spoiler. Mean, everything is spoiler territory. <laughs> um, I, I don't think he would mess with Shiro about it. I think if it was Keith, he would probably make fun of Keith about it. But he, like, really respects Shiro. And, you know, Shiro is, like, this dude that he's, like, role model. He's, like, look up to for, for years and years and years. So I don't think he would really... Um, teases him ever. So probably not, but yeah. I like your Shiro cosplay. Um, I just want to know, what were some of your favorite cartoons uh, growing up? Favorite cartoons? Favorite cartoons growing, growing up? up. Oof. Uh, there's a lot. Um, La Did you watch Voltron growing up? The original one, no. It was it was before my time. Yeah, it was it before was your time. I think it was probably on DVD by then. But yeah, the, the original scary. Voltron was before my time. I'd never watched any of it. I knew what it was when I started doing the show, but I'd never watched any of it until we were probably... Uh, done recording the whole first season, uh, mainly because I just didn't want to like have uh, the other version of my character's voice in my head at all. I just kind of wanted to get good with what I was doing and then go back and watch it, so then it wouldn't affect. Um, and and ironically, it it kind of works, you know, in the best kind of way. It just feels like a modern uh, version of that. But it it was it's it's cool to see how much homage we paid to that original show uh, in the best kind of way. What uh, did you watch though when when you were a kid? I watched. Uh, Last Airbender was huge for me. That's one of my favorite. Yeah, one of my faves. Uh, Kim Possible, Recess, uh, Teen Titans. Uh, she's hitting every chord with you guys. It's great. Plenty of plenty of classic Disney films and movies when I was really really little. Um, Any of the Disney princesses you've run into on the convention circuit that have kind of freaked you out? Um, it's funny. Uh, well, uh, why am I Susan? Yes, I don't know why Susan I'm blanking. Yeah, Susan, who plays Ariel. Uh, su well, Susan, Susan no, no, no. who's Megara. I'm sorry, yeah, Jody, yeah, yeah. That's, right, that's right. Yeah. Um, there, we so were just, we just did, princesses around. I know, we there's, there's multiple of them right now. Uh, we just did a panel with Twisted Tunes, and it was funny being next to them and hearing them <laughs> hearing them sing their voices of those Disney princesses as like the lines in the, uh, in the script. It, yeah, it's so weird to hear that. 
Because as a kid, you watch those movies on like repeat. I probably watched Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid like upwards of a hundred times when I was a kid. Uh, and so those songs are just ingrained in my head for eternity. And meanwhile, you're sitting next to Megara from Hercules doing mm. Jeremy Shade as Batman. Exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's very weird. <laughs> Cons are a weird world in the best kind of way. It's so surreal. Great question. Next up. I'm not sure if you would even know the answer to this, but during the Island series, we got to learn a lot about Finn's parents. Um, it was surprising to see that Martin, while still not the nicest guy, was a good husband and father. Mm -hmm. He risked his life to keep Finn safe and promised to come back and find him. But the next time that Finn sees Martin, or that, that he sees Finn, Martin is a deadbeat dad and doesn't really want anything to do with Finn. So what do you think caused that change? Um, I think he probably got used to being by himself. Uh, it's a long period of time between those uh, two things. He probably got a little bit world-weary, um, a little bit jaded, and, uh, and he probably went like a little bit crazy in some ways. I mean, if you see his personality, and being in the world of Ooh is obviously a weird place to begin with, so I think a mixture of, uh, of all those things. And even when... Even when Finn finally, you know, meets him for the first time and he's kind of a deadbeat and flaky, he's still not mean. You know, he's not like a rude person. He just honestly doesn't understand that what he's doing is not really great. Uh, and so I, I like to say that he's kind of unintentionally, <laughs> kind of unintentionally a jerk. He's not like actively being mean to Finn. He just, you know, at that point it has his own things going on. And so uh, it's, it's kind of on Finn to reconcile uh, with him and, and, and forgive him without even... Um, him asking for forgiveness, which obviously goes a long way, and they do have that uh, reconciliation later, which is, I, I think it's a really cool moral of that, uh, of that story, too. You. You're welcome. Marshall Lee here. I wanted to say, just really quick, I completely understand the last name. I've been getting my last name wrong my entire oh. life. <laughs> What's your last name? Noel. N-O-E-L. Mm -hmm. Everyone says Noel. Noel. Yeah. Now, I feel you, dude. <laughs> right here. I had one question for myself and one question for my very shy wife. Gotcha. <laughs> we will allow it in this one instance. My question is, what was your favorite sword? My favorite sword is the, uh, the grass sword. The grass sword. It's so cool because it just like, it almost has like a mind of its own. It like adheres to his arm. It's, uh, it's cool. And the fact that grass can cut things makes no sense, but it's very cool. So dig it. And her question is, will you please sing the Adventure Time theme song with anyone who wants to? Yes. Jeremy, do you think, do you think this crowd would want to sing that along would with you? Would you guys want to sing along with me? Yeah? Yeah. All right. Ready? Let's count you off. <clears throat> Ready? One, One two, two, three. Adventure Time. Come on, grab your friends. We'll go to very distant lands. We'll Jake the dog and Finn the human. The fun will never end. It's Adventure Time. Woo! <laughs> Bravo, no you sound beautiful. Nobody torrent that or so anything. <laughs> there are rights to be paid. Next over here. During Voltron season six, what was your favorite moment filming? Favorite what? Favorite moment filming. Uh, favorite moment of filming? Season six. Oh, season okay. Six. Uh, He's thinking through what maybe he recorded then and not what he recorded after it. Is season six the one that's coming up or the one that just aired? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> okay, the one that just aired. <laughs> the one that just aired. The one that okay, just aired. Cool. <laughs> let's, let's, let's. Five. Uh, okay, it's five? Okay. Yeah. Because talking about uh, six, uh, we would have, we would have, you know. 
Oh, by the way, if you ha- if you're not season. caught up on the last season of Ultron, which I feel like you are, it's really not hard to binge that thing. It's like everybody's caught up. Yes. Okay, in cool. This room, yeah. I think one of the coolest moments is in that last season is when um, when Lotor uh, actually kills Zarkon, like, and it's like middle of the, it's like, it's like middle of the second episode or yeah, something in a season, which is like the most random time for that big of a thing to happen, which is why I thought it was awesome. Because you're like, they're not going to kill Zarkon. He's probably going to be in the season finale. Oh, my gosh, he's dead. Holy crap. Yeah, you think to yourself, wow. oh, I'm going to watch a couple episodes and yeah. go to bed. And then that happens, and you go, well, I think I need to re- and watch the, the rest the of And the battle is so epic in that episode. So that, I thought that was cool. Just like, you know, not beating around the bush. There's so many shows that, like, stretch out their villains. That you're like, how is, how is the hero not already won? Come on. They've had, like, 20 opportunities to take this guy out. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty epic. That was pretty cool. I don't do impressions of everyone. Uh, they would be pretty, most of them would be pretty bad. Uh, Keith would just be very emo. Uh, Laura would be very helpful. Um, Hunk would just be, you know, Hunk is Hunk. I can't do a Hunk impression. It's impossible. Tyler's, his natural voice is so good. Uh, however, though, uh, Lance, Mr. Rees Darby, right, yes, got to start up the particle barrier. Uh, quite right, yes, the Gora. Um, Quiznack. Uh, I can do it. I can do a Reese impression. That's the one person that I can do an impression of. I love. Uh, I love Reese on, on the show. Uh, Karen. They call me the Karenic. It's like mechanic, except not. It's, uh, it's not the same thing, but it's, it's close. It's close to it. Uh, I love Reese Darby. So that's the only impression I can really, really do. But I think it's perfect. Um, I wanted to ask about like how how do you guys record um, lines in Voltron like. Do you guys do it together? Do you guys do it separate? And like, what's the funniest, if you guys do record together, like what's the funniest moment you've ever had together? Uh, first part of that, we do usually uh, record together for the most part. Um, at the beginning of the show, the first probably five or six, or five episodes, I think, um, Andrea had the entire cast together uh, for like the first five episodes. Uh, which you know, to her credit, again, uh, she's awesome. But that's it was a great, pl- great way to have us all meet each other and kind of grow that chemistry and get to know each other and get to know each other's voices and personalities in in context of the show and in person too. But in context of the show, because then there's times when people you know for other jobs and stuff for scheduling, you can't all be there. And so when you already know the person and you know what their voice is, it makes it that much easier to read when they're not there because you kind of have a general idea of you know how they're going to do a line and how you should respond to it. And so. That's helpful, but there's usually, I think there's always usually th- at least three or four of us in the booth at any given time. Um, and as far as like the funniest stuff, uh, I mean we have like inside jokes on the on the show. Uh, there's one about the sixth, you know, the sixth lion that doesn't exist, the brown lion. Uh, it's just that's just poop poop humor. Uh, it's not even <laughs> it's not even a good joke, but uh, um, it's. I think one of the f- I think one of the hardest episodes, not hardest, but like one of the best ones to record, is coming up. This hasn't aired yet, has it? Uh, uh. Actually, it's not a spoiler though, because it's just a. It's one of the funny episodes. It's kind of like a space mall type episode. Yeah! It's I mean it's not space mall, but it's it's like that because it's one of our it's a, it's a nice break episode from the heavy dramatic stuff. And it, we basically. And it is episode number what, and what happens in it? Uh, I don't know the episode number. Oh no! But okay. More or less, it's kind of like a mock Dungeons and Dragons type episode. Yeah. Uh, 
that's as much as I can say, but it's, it's so funny because, like, uh, it, it just, it, it, was, it was hard not to laugh the whole time. Just everybody in the booth. It was one of my favorite ones to record. It's just, it's very funny, but, yeah. I look forward to being aired, yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Hi. <laughs> um, so I remember at the beginning of the panel, you said that you like Spider-Man, right? Of course I like Spider-Man. So who's your favorite Spider-Man? Who's my favorite Spider-Man? Oh. Are we including like, all the live-action ones, the voice probably, actors? I guess we're including probably everything. Yeah, everything. Um, was it one of the cartoons? Was it one of the live-action ones that really... That's hard. You know, it? honestly... Tom Holland's great. Tom Holland is great. <laughs> and I say that uh, because, well, I think I think currently, I think one of my favorite Spider-Man films actually is uh, the first uh, Amazing Spider-Man movie with Andrew Garfield. Is one of my, I love that movie. That movie's great. The original trilogy with Toby too is like groundbreaking for superhero stuff too. So it's obviously good. I st I do think at this point in time though, I think Tom is my favorite. Um, he really just greatly encaptures that just like young, you know, kind of kid teenager just excited about life, kind of. Uh, he's just, he's perfect for that. He has the perfect amount of awkward. Uh, he's just a great actor. So I think, I think Tom is probably my favorite. And I say that <laughs> um, to my own credit because uh, I auditioned for, uh, for Spidey um, for that one, for the one that Tom got. Um, I just, I had like one audition. I didn't get very far, don't get me wrong. Um, hey, with alternate universes, we could still get possible. you in there, right? No, it's, it's true. Hey, who knows? Um, but I, I auditioned. I was like, yeah, I was happy with my audition. I think I did a pretty freaking good job. I think I killed it. Uh, but then, like, you see him on screen, and I'm like, nope. That's, that's the guy. Yeah, they my, got the, my dude killed it. Yeah, they got, the, they got the right guy. So I think Tom Holland probably. Right over here. What's the weirdest line you've had to say? Um, everything at Adventure Time. Um... <laughs> <laughs> do, do you remember any in particular that just? That I really try and block them out. Honestly, no, I'm kidding. Or uh, even, even like, like a long term or something that just was was like uh, impossible. I think the Punchy Obun song probably. There's also uh, there's also a I don't know what the episode is or, or contextually what's happening. I just remember having to record it. It was kind of funny. Um, there's a line that Finn and he Finn says this to Jake. I do know that. Um, I don't know what the, what the episode is, but he just says, uh, I want you, but it's in the creepiest, weirdest way they had me do it. He just goes, I want you. <laughs> so I don't know what the context was, but he's saying it to Jake, and it's the weirdest. It just it was weird. But, um, but then the, no the punchy open creepier, 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 creepier. creepier. Mm -hmm, exactly. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a whole host of Adventure Time lines probably that fit that description. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. Um, which which TV show that you voice acted in is your favorite to watch? Like you like watching? Oh gosh, uh, gonna have a war going on here in two what's seconds. Your, what's your favorite child, Jeremy? She's like, what's your favorite TV show? I'm also wearing a Pidge cosplay, so you better see Voltron. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say. I mean. It, it it is actually hard. Uh, Adventure Time is close to my heart, obviously, because it, it was you know it was freaking. I've worked on it for so long, and it was and it really you know opened the doors for me in a lot of different areas. Um, and so and the fan base has been awesome, and so that's you know that show has just been a crazy phenomenon. So that's it's I'm very thankful to be a part of that. Um, and then on the on the same on the same note, Voltron is 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 also in this. It's in the same boat at this point. It's you know it's it's been huge. 
people have taken to it. And uh, I think the difference is, I guess, sometimes Voltron's fun because uh, I'm like, he's not completely comic relief, but Lance is very comic relief. And so my favorite part is just like getting to have a lot of funny lines and like just trying to make the castmates laugh in the booth. Because when, when that happens, I know I've done my job right. Um, and so... Okay, uh, so I think that's 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 fun. But then you know, uh, I, the, the the nice thing is they are different at least. So Lance is closer to my normal voice. And at this point, Finn's kind of up here. Um, so it's yeah. There, there's pros and cons to both. I, I honestly I think I love both shows equally for different reasons. Maybe a, a variant of that question: Is there one of these animated shows that you didn't have that much? actual visual representation of what was going to be on the screen when you first recorded it that really surprised yeah. you once you finally saw it? Uh, probably Voltron. Um, Adventure Time, we saw most of it because when we were recording, we have st uh, for Adventure Time, we had storyboards up on and the Penn, screen. And his doodles of it's everything. A, yeah, it's all black and white uh, drawings of story like frame by frame when we're recording, so you can see the expression of the character. Bef uh, I mean, they animate to our voices still, but you can see the, the, the drawing of the expression in that panel. Um, but Voltron... I hadn't seen, I didn't see any of it until we started doing ADR, uh, and I was like blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, this show looks freaking ridiculously cool. The blend of the animation styles, um, what they do. So that was, yeah, it was really how cool. How much of it did you know that you were doing when Voltron started? Was it just the first season and then it, it went from there? Uh, without getting into spoilers for pickups and stuff like that, uh, but, uh, we well, did. More generic. Did yeah, more generic. We knew, at that. the very least, we did know that. Um, we had a probationary period, actually. So we had a period where we recorded the first three pilot episodes, which became one long episode. Um, and we recorded those, and it was like, okay, uh, during this period, like, you're cast, but we could possibly recast you if it's not working out. And this actually happens pretty often in animation, but they, like, specifically stated that, and so you're like, all right, I better freaking act the crap out of this line, you know? <laughs> I want to stay, stay around long term. Better treat robot lines uh, like there was, And there was people replaced. There was probably... Two, two, at least two different people that were Keith before Steven. There was at least two different people that were Shira before Josh. At least one or two different Alora's. Um, I was the only Lance. <laughs> uh, but it was kind of stressful, you know? And then finally, finally we had our first, like, official, y'all are the cast, we're not changing your record with, uh, with Andrea. And they and they stated that much. They're like, okay, you guys are the cast now. You guys are locked in. Here's everybody. Yeah, no you one's better do good. Yeah. But they're like, no one's gonna change. Like, you guys are it. And so we're like, okay, cool. And at that point, they told us that we were picked up for like a lot of episodes immediately, and we're like, sweet. Uh, so yeah, so that that was nice. <laughs> cool. Next over here. Sorry. Someone in a paladin suit. There we go. I'm still laughing. You're dabbing. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, what? What? Huh? She's laughing about my uh, my dab. So oh yeah. Like it's it a casual dab. It was a pretty good dab. <laughs> For sure. Back in fourth and fifth grade, I watched this show called Incredible Crew. Yeah, you did. Um, and, and I had no idea that the voice actor of Lance was in Incredible Crew. Mm -hmm. And by chance, there's this one song that stuck with me throughout like fourth and fifth grade, and now I'm going into tenth. And do you remember any of the words to "I'm running errands with my mom"? <laughs> <laughs> the, the look of recognition. Oh, really do I? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> 
I'm running errands with my mom, running, 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 running. I'm running errands with my mom, running, 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 running. I roll up to the car while I'm rapping to the beat. I'm so hardcore that I take the front seat. I ride shotgun like a nice young man. Yo, what up, ladies? Is that a minivan? <laughs> you, had, you had a chorus jump in with you. I know. Right? There's that like was ten great. girls off to the side. That was perfect. You get that was awesome. Uh, and the reason I know that off the top of my head is because when you're doing a, um, way more so for that than even, if there's like an Adventure Time song, I record it maybe all the way through two or three times max, and then and that's it, because you don't have to, um, but when you're doing a song for a live action show, you have to go through the whole recording process first by itself, which takes, you know, however many run throughs the song, and then when you're shooting it, you're lip syncing to the, the, what you've already recorded. And so by the end of like shooting anything for a live action song, you know it so well. Because you're doing like six takes in a row, just lip syncing to yourself. And it's like on all day. So, you, so yeah, you know it. You, uh, yeah, you know it by the end. I got a little bit of bad news. We got five minutes left. Do you think we can rapid fire through five questions? One minute per question? Good. Frick yeah, I do. Do it. What characters from Volton do you ship? What, what was that? I, I seriously didn't hear your question. Yeah. What characters from Voltron do you ship? What characters from Voltron oh, do you right. ship? Oh, that's an hour-long question. It is an hour-long question, but I'm going to do it real quick. Um, I ship. Are your ears open, Reddit? I ship... Uh, what is her name? Oh, oh, <laughs> Hunk and Shay. There you go. I think that was the right answer. I think that was the perfect answer because yeah. that answer doesn't get me in trouble. <laughs> hey! hey. <laughs> right over here, Bimo. Okay, so besides yourself, and I know there's lots of Adventure Time characters, which Adventure Time character is your favorite and why? Uh, besides Finn, I think, uh, I think the Ice King is one of my favorites. Um, I, just, I just love what Tom Kenny does to that character, and he throws in so much improv uh, with the Ice King, too, and he just, yeah. It's one of my favorite characters. It always makes me laugh in the booth. A close second is, you know, LSP, Lumpy Space Princess. And then, and then Jake is so freaking cuddly and cute. So, yeah. Um, hi. Oh, God, that's so loud. Um, <laughs> so everyone's in this room because you've impacted them in some way. How does it feel to know that there's you're part of something that makes people happier every day? Is it intimidating? Does it make you happy too? Is what does it feel like to know that you impact people so powerfully? Thank you. That's very nice. Um, uh, it's a lot of things. I think it's very it's very humbling. Uh, it's very flattering, and uh, for me, I'm just very thankful that uh, people love the work that I do and love the shows that I'm a part of. Uh, because I always say, without you guys, I would not have a career in any way, shape, or form. If you guys didn't actively watch the shows that I am on and love the characters that I get to the great opportunity and blessing to portray, then I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, and so I'm just very, very thankful. And it's, it's. Uh, I guess sometimes it can be a little bit intimidating because you know that you know people have an expectation of you uh, as a person or just as a character. Um, but ultimately, you just kind of do your best to. For me, just be as kind as I possibly can, love on people, and just to have, try and have a happy attitude about everything, and I, there's nothing I can complain about, so. Okay, over here. Hi, um, so recently my friend met um, Tim Hedrick, and he said that Lance does actually remember the bonding moment, but he wasn't emotionally ready to go there. He remembers um, the what? He remembers the bonding moment from like the first season with Keith. 
Oh, okay. When he's like gets exploded, yeah. Got it. So knowing that like Keith and Lance kind of became each other's support system in season three, and mm -hmm. that Lance willingly opened up to him about his insecurities. How do you think that he felt when like Keith suddenly just left? Um, I think that's hard for anybody. I mean, when you, when you get uh, when you get close to anyone, that I mean, that whole crew becomes this family unit, um, and so. I think when Keith leaves, there's a little bit of a void that, you know, I think Lance is definitely bummed and kind of annoyed and, and not sure why. Um, and obviously we know why Keith does it. He's looking for uh, his family and kind of, you know, his, his backstory and his meaning in this. Um, and so I think in a similar way, you know, at the very least, I think Lance can at least relate to that because, uh, you know, he very much misses his family back, in, back on Earth. And so I think there's a little bit of an understanding there, but still kind of, a, still kind of an annoyment that he not really abandoned the team, but left for his own goals, I guess, in what Lance's head would kind of be, um, considering the important work that they do. Um, but I think whenever, you know, whenever Keith comes back, they're, he's just very happy to have him back because it feels like, you know, there's this part that, of this crew that's missing. Okay, thank you so much. All right, last question, because we want to make sure that we get him back oh, to wow. his table so that he can <laughs> see you guys before he jets out of here yeah. for the night. What do you got? So, so this is probably one of the biggest debates in the fandom right now. Oh, gosh. Oh, great. <laughs> Way to end it. <laughs> yes, I know. I chose a, well, didn't such I? Such an honor. <laughs> um, in your personal opinion, do you think Lotor is to be trusted or not trusted? Mm. Dangerous question to answer. Dangerous question. Um, uh, I think Lance does not trust Lotor. <laughs> I can say that. I think Lance is very sus of Lotor. <laughs> um, I don't like him. I don't like his beautiful white hair. I don't like that. I don't like how he's taller than me. I don't like the way Laura looks at him. Not cool. Uh, yeah, I think that Lance is pretty sus of him, I mean, as, as are most. You know, I think, I think Lotor is somebody who has his own goals. Whatever those goals are, I think that he has his own goals. And I think, you know, when those are lining up with other people, I think he's a good teammate. Um, and I think he's very helpful. I don't know if those always will stay aligned or not. Um, I think he's, I think he's a, has a very troubled past. You know, his dad is kind of a crazy, homicidal <laughs> person. So he's got some issues in the, you know, d deep down. But I think he, I think Lotor generally is still the hero of his own story, at least in some way, you know. So no matter what he does, he still is doing it for a specific reason. Thank you. That was a great last question. We got Yay. we got that close. I to think danger. that answer was pretty good too. Yeah, so so a couple little bits of business. Jeremy, you will be back at your table yes. till six thirty. Yes, I'm about to literally run my booty off to run down to my table. Gonna get everybody that's here left. We're gonna take some yep. autographs and selfies and stuff. So come meet me down there. Come meet him down there. Let's hear it one more time. Thank for you Jeremy guys. Appreciate everybody. and everyone we do have to clear our room for our next session unless you are a VIP pass holder you must exit the room please exit to the far side doors please all use all available doors and please exit
VIP lesson.